This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Whatever. It's fine. So the other day, I was listening to this podcast, uh, the Rooster Teeth podcast, that they're the guys that did Blood Gulch or whatever. Yes, and a couple other things. Uh, they have Remember really high great school? YouTube presence and stuff like that. Um, but on their podcast, what started out as a casual conversation and a question turned into a giant podcast Twitter war that I'm curious, post presenting to you guys, what you guys think about this, okay? Oh, boy. This is all hypothetical, okay? Hypothetically, okay. Mm-hmm. you make two lasagnas. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Separately. Uh-huh. You stack the lasagnas on top of each other. Uh-huh. How many lasagnas do you have? It's one lasagna. It's one lasagna. Okay. That's interesting. Why is that? It's one lasagna. I, why would it be? Why would it be one? I say, I think it's, I go back and forth. I'm, I'm on Don't. two train. It's Don't. two lasagnas. Let me, let me pose You have to two you. sandwiches. You put the sandwiches on top of each other. That's, a big, sandwich? Sandwich. That's a big sandwich. <laughs> yeah. If, look. <laughs> Think just, about look, it. you don't have to take the other side just because you know no, no, no. <laughs> this is it was hilarious. One guy posted a picture of he had he bought five McDonald's burgers yeah. and held them all in his hand and said, Oh, I have one burger now. Correct. And he was like, No, that's fucking stupid. Well, think about it. Okay, <laughs> just take away the lasagna part. Take away any all this dividing stuff. Let's say you have two bowls right. of spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, you sure. You put sure. it into one bowl. Yeah. That's a single That's bowl a sing- of spaghetti. Yeah. And but meatballs. I think what separates lasagna is that it's layered. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you just add, what if you just took just one, adding more layers? What, <laughs> if you make a three-layer lasagna, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a one-layer pasta bake, right? And then you put that one-layer pasta bake on top of sure. lasagna. Yeah. Is it lasagna plus bake? No, it's still just a big lasagna. <laughs> or, or the yeah, flip gotcha, side. Gotcha. The flip side, right? If uh-huh. you if you go to McAllister's or whatever. And you order a club sandwich. There's bread in the middle of that sandwich. No one's going to be right. like, "This is one and a half sandwiches," because but, there's a piece of bread in the middle. Right. And I think what what they like were coming down to is that you're making two like the lasagnas are baked separately, made separately, etc. And much like you know, like I, you don't ask for like a stack. Like if you want two club sandwiches, you order two yeah, club sandwiches. Right. And then if you stack them on top of each other, it's still two technically. Those two, like two club sandwiches, right? Why? Who? Who's making two lasagnas and throwing them on top of each other? Why were they doing this? It's a hypothetical. It's a no. It's a, someone so did it. Calm down. Someone hy- did it. I know you're. Someone this one, did it. This is what poured over into the Twitter realm, <laughs> and people started throwing pictures around that were fucking hilarious. Um, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> listener out there, I'm curious what you think. How many lasagnas are there if you take two separate baked lasagnas and stack them on top of each other? Because as we all know. What I what eventually I come back to and I swing back to one one lasagna. You get the nachos, get the nachos stuck, stuck together. together. Yeah, that's, that's one nacho. Right? Exactly. The wisdom of saving Silverman has never <laughs> steered me wrong ever. Much uh, like this podcast has never steered anyone else wrong. Uh, this is uh, debates on tap. It's a show where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, and I am Vargas. And this god dang beer is so god dang good. It's good, isn't it? So. We're today. We're drinking House Brew from mm. our friend of the show, Torn Label. Yep. <laughs> we only have one friend of the show, and it's actually like Harrison, uh, Dave, Dave, Dave. Carolyn, we've got two. My yeah. mom. We've got three. Surely, yeah. <laughs> my dad does not like. Def- us. Definitely yeah. not Gary. Yeah, yeah, we won't yeah. include him. Um, yeah, I I was trying to remember. I I think we've had another coffee wheat before. I don't think it was the Torn Label. Yeah, whatever. Brian Brian brought. Wheat? Yeah. Since when? <laughs> I Since think when? yes. It's the whole time. Show me it. 
I think someone brought oh, it in. Says it there. It is. Yeah. Right like some type of like yeah coffee based drink. And then last time Brian with his eclectic mix. I hate your hair right now. I. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. This is not a visual medium. <laughs> no. That's wow. a good thing it's not a visual wow. I'm going to keep it like this and just point myself right at you the entire time. I'm going to get right in your eye line. And Brian, with his eclectic mix, I had yeah, the coffee, coffee like beer. But I think, yeah, a while ago we all had one. Yeah. Thank you for saying it was eclectic and not strange. Well. But this is, yeah, so this is uh, from Torn Label. Like I said, it's called House Brew. Yes. It is a coffee wheat beer, which is why I got it. Oh, man. It's delicious. And it's, it's so, so good, good. is it? It has like, it tastes like a cop, like a mat. Cl- listener, close your eyes. Again, this is not a visual podcast, but. And let me describe Brendan's hair. Yeah. In full detail. We get past the hair. If you have the hair stacked on top of each other, how many hairs do you have? Okay. If you have the people stacked on top of each other, how many people do you have? That's an orgy. <laughs> nope. nope. You that's... put a coat on it. That's three kids in a coat. They can get into that R rated movie. That's right. Uh, but listener, Matt, like literally think of what coffee smells taste like and then put that in an alcoholic beverage and that's what it is. And it's, there's, there's no bitterness. There's no bitterness there's at all. No, I mean, it's, Man, it's good. It's so good. I'm really glad it worked out. I don't even taste the wheat. Yeah. I, I, I taste like yeah. a coffee yeah. taste. Just a nice smooth, again, Torn Label makes some great beer. Hit us up. Now, I... Oh, uh, yeah. I do look atrocious. <laughs> good God. <laughs> no. It's not atrocious. <laughs> It's not atrocious. It was just unfortunate. That's what. Did you take a picture and text it to him while we were recording this <laughs> yes. podcast? He sure did. Excellent. Yes. Most sure excellent. did. Uh, I think we know what the debates on tap, uh, debates on pictures, Instagram posts will be for this episode. Uh, okay, guys. Could we, Vargas, you're, you're doing such a good job editing the show. Can we mm-hmm. get, anytime I need to go to Poetry Corner. Oh, yeah. Can we get a little sound bite? Oh, yeah, like a music intro, playing. yeah, some snaps, there, uh-huh. just so people know that it's we yeah. get the, get a soundscape of the mm-hmm. coffee house, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to ask you guys a favor on this. Sure. I, you know us, we do exactly what you say at all times. I know, I know. <laughs> I practiced the. I practiced. Oh, the word is escaping me. <laughs> you couldn't think of the word words. Well, I practiced <laughs> the rhythm of the poem, the oh, Titanic yeah. pet it's, tamer. What? Why do you say that it that way? You're what red. It is? Stop. What is it? Are you talking about iambic pentameter? That's what I said. Titanic pet tamer. Now, I practiced it. What is happening? <laughs> practiced it a lot. Is your poetry in iambic pentameter? Yep. No, it's not. It's sinking. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I uh it's so I just need no interruptions because oh. I I need it's not for the bit, it's for the rhythm. It's going to cuz it's written very specifically, I have to deliver it specifically, and I'll be honest, I probably won't deliver it like I rehearsed it. Yeah, this is gonna be ruined anyway. But silence yeah. from us is what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's for one of one of you. Oh, it's at me. No, no, it's it. it's at. <laughs> oh, Brendan. Oh, Sorry, bud. What are we doing? But it's for the good of you, and it's called. Let me take my hat off again. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> it's called safety. <clears throat> Uh, uh, yes, slutty attire for, for everyone, everyone this, this year. <laughs> Brian Vargas, go watch it, YouTube. Uh, <clears throat> for our man Brendan, an intervention. Hearts aflutter with the clutter of the comments section. You're losing your mind, losing your brain on the rage train. Strangers with their strange words coming at you hard, no lessons learned. You can't save them, you're just causing pain. To me and Vargas, as you shove our love away. 
come back to us, away from them, and we can be together, whole again. Thank you. That is about your dark journey into Twitter comments <laughs> and how it fucks you up. I just, and that's what I was talking, this is about Snyder Cut, and I was talking to Brian. <laughs> I was talking to Brian about this, about how just annoying this past week has been with blah, blah, and Brian was like, just stop following yeah. them and engaging. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not. I don't follow. I just seek it out because Zack Snyder this whole week has been posting 30 second teasers for yeah. every character. Yeah. Other than com- under the comments, you would think that this is like world bending cinema being displayed. Yeah. We don't need to talk about this. We're not talking about this. I don't want to. This is That's why I wrote saying. the poem. You brought it up. That's why I wrote the poem. <laughs> I, I think you're going to get enough of the Snyder cut next week when we talk about it. Well, guess what? Behind that door. A lot of people that love you, uh, yeah. and they're all about to come in here. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Come on in. Uh, but we thank you. I don't engage with it. I just I dumbly seek it out and look at it and scroll through. And I don't talk to anybody. No one talks to me. You talk to me yeah. about it. I do because yeah. it's annoying. I know. And you if don't. it hurts you so much, just leave it alone. Yeah. I'm just. I'm very thankful for on Thursday. At the thir- at, you're hearing this on Monday. Thursday it comes out. I'm very excited for that day, so that way we can just move past it. Are you going to move past it though, or are you going to? I'm going to I'm going to scream it? about it on the podcast, and then yes, I'm going to move past yeah. it. <laughs> I I actually want I want to talk about the culture that emerged around it. I mean, sure. I know we have we've beaten this horse to we death. We have we had an episode like a I think where you were on the computer. Yeah, remember that episode? Yep. And Kara scared us or whatever that happened. I don't remember her scaring me. No, she didn't scare us. She just showed up, and we we're like, oh, that's Kara. Oh yeah, out, right. Yes. Yeah, but episode two. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, go listen to it. Yeah, whatever. Listen to all of our episodes to <laughs> anyway, get to I'm, that. I'm one. sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I I want to. I I think it'll be an interesting conversation after the fact, right? When this is just a movie, yes. Because that's at the end of the day, it's a movie. It's something we've actually seen, and we're not talking about anymore. Blah blah. Yeah. Uh, I want I want to talk about the potential ramifications of this film. Yes, and I think. <laughs> And I think, don't get me wrong, whenever we discuss this on Saturday yeah. and for the, for <laughs> oh, the podcast yeah. next week. Do I have to go to that podcast? Uh, you can, you can hang, much like the Avengers Endgame or Infinity War podcast yes. where you just hung out in another room. I'll I'm just, sorry. I'll practice my yes and and, and I, I think, don't get me wrong, we're going to talk about the movie, but I think the broader question that this movie brings up when it comes to like creators in their vision and uh, people coming back wanting the cut of this movie, I think is really interesting. Uh, especially because, again, we've talked about it before. We're not going to remain on this again. But it reminds me of the whole Sonic thing yeah. where they released the Sonic yeah. trailer. People went, we don't want that. They went, okay, fuck. We'll, we'll push it back a little bit yeah. and then have our animators work like crazy to put out the, the right version. Yeah, which you know is what I mean? no teeth. Just get rid of those teeth. His but human the, teeth were weird. <laughs> weird as fuck. But the difference... We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about we'll it later. Talk we'll about it later. T- time this, time this question out. We had a lot yeah, to say yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know that we have a lot to say about it, and we'll talk about it. Don't you worry. <laughs> I was worried we were going to get trapped in the... We're not. Look, we're not going to talk about this, but... We're not. We're not okay. going to talk about it. Uh, what did we do uh, last time? Uh, I want to talk oh, about Portray- was- Portrayal of Guilt. Uh, they are a sludgy metal band. They put out an album a couple uh, about a month or two ago called We Are Always Alone. If you want just really mean, mad, sludgy, gross metal... With lyrics that are very aggressively, what is the fucking point of anything? This is your band. And I love Betrayal of Guilt, Betrayal of Guilt and they have uh, a couple of really great records, and this new one is very good. It's only nine, nine songs. It is very quick, very fast, and it is nine, nine songs for the Nihilists. That's right. Uh, I also have a band. Um, nice. Congratulations. 
Thanks. You I mean, it's not my band. Oh, oh sorry. Mothra. I a, yeah. <laughs> I have a band that I want to talk about. Uh, it's called I Don't Know How, But They Found Me. Have you guys heard? No, the band? I haven't. Um, are they? Are you being stalked? Uh, no. <laughs> Is this a cry for help? No, Why are you not at all. So much. <laughs> I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> The album is called Someone God Please Help Me right now. This is not a bit on the podcast. They are totally listening to me right this second. <laughs> no, the podcast is called, uh, or the podcast, oh my God. The album is called Razzmatazz. <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, but they've got, they're, they're kind of, they're, they're a duo as far as I've seen. I've only seen pictures right, right. of two guys in the band. Um, well, I'm sorry, what are they called again? I don't know how, but they found me. IDK how is like oh, how okay. you can I Google see you for them. I don't, I right? see what um, but but they, they've got a song called uh, "Leave Me Alone" that's very like funky. Oh like, yeah, like very much. Um, uh, don't believe me, just watch. Ooh, Ooh. it's very yeah. like along that. They're like, labeled like alternative, but like underneath it for Razzmatazz, a neon bright pop rock. Yeah, so that's very interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Kara, Kara actually. Turn me on to them. Right. And they're really good. The the title song Razzmatazz is, is very good. That they kind of fall into that thing where like new bands do like an album that's pretty much just singles. Right. And I'm not huge into that, but it seems like all the single all the songs on Razzmatazz are very, very good. So if you're looking for something a little bit um I'll I'll call it alternative. That's a good good way to describe oh. them. Uh go check out I don't know how, but they found me. Uh, yeah, they were created by former Panic at the Disco bassist Dolan Weeks and Falling in Reverse drummer Ryan Seaman. Interesting. Because <laughs> uh, I, I remember, yeah, years ago when Panic at the Disco, like basically all their members left, like mm-hmm. um, a couple founding members. And yeah, I, I remember hearing, now that I think about it, that he went on to found another band, but I never listened to him, didn't know anything about him. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm pumped to listen to this. You should check them out. They're, yeah. they're pretty fun, pretty good. Um, I've I've only you know dipped a toe, so I won't right. say that they're, everything they've done is great or anything. But. Rasmataz was included on the Rock Sound, which I think is a magazine or a blog or something like that. Sure, album of the year twenty twenty list and was voted uh, by the voted album of the year by by their users. Yeah, there you go. That's it, awesome. It's really good. Wow, it's really fun. Um, a little bit lighthearted, but it it right. maintains a you know a little bit of a rock and roll kind of sound. I, like I don't know, whatever. It pulls a lot of different stuff. So speaking of pulling stuff, last time, <laughs> nice. We, I, uh, I, I asked you guys for the best slasher movie, <clears throat> right? slasher film. I'm very interested. I don't think... Let's not assume a thing. I'm not assuming anything. <laughs> I don't think that I that your next will flip uh-huh. any hearts and minds in this room. Sure. But I really want to hear your thoughts on the movie. Well, you're not going to get them. I'm just kidding. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> you got me. I was like, wow, this is great radio. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Debates on Tap. Uh, Brendan gave me Scream. Vargas, uh, as you said, gave me your next. I chose Scream as the best slasher movie. I'm going to stick with Scream. I figured. I um, Okay, so I'll break it down. I'll break it yeah. down for my boys. Scream, like you said, is not only a slasher movie. It is a commentary on a slasher movie and the slasher genre right. in particular. And it's done very, very well. I think that. As functioning as a slasher movie, commenting on slasher movies, it still maintains slasher movie better than your next did. Yep. 
I do think that Vargas was pandering a little bit because <laughs> I couldn't stand up for most of that movie. I, I really. Oh yeah, the fine. What was her name? She's like an Australian actress. She's, yeah, like and that, she yeah. did not hide her accent. Mistake number one, Vargas. I couldn't concentrate to the plot at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mistake number two. God. She's just a badass and, and just kills everyone. Right. What were you thinking? I know what you were thinking. You were pandering. I really. He, listen, the Gina Carano news happened. We were trying to make you feel better. This was a whole yes. thing. <laughs> but it's a good so movie, right? I. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It is set in Missouri mm-hmm. in like a backwoods cabin. Well, yep. that's right. That's right. So it's set like, at your parents' house. We know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much like the strangers. The first half of, the, of yes. this movie, of your next, it is like a home invasion movie. It yeah. was very like, like it wasn't scaring me, but it was like, man, if I was at my parents watching right. this, much like yeah. I did with the strangers, this would be a problem. And I think my big, my ultimate problem with your next is like the opening, like couple acts. The tone is really weird. So like the opening scene where they kill like the neighbors, mm-hmm. like it's kind of played like I I can't tell if it's like comedic or supposed to be scary. You know, it's it's very it's bizarre, very over the top. Yeah, and I think there there are times like in the movie, it's like I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at this or like be like like scared by this. You know what I mean? I am very good at um, suspending my disbelief in movies. Um, some would say that it makes me a bad critic of said movies because mm-hmm. I'm able to just. Enjoy it for what it is, yeah. even if it's terribly bad. What kind of How life is that? Dare you? <laughs> Why, well, who would wants to do that? Just who enjoy, wants to enjoy a movie. movie? I know it's the and worst. not break it down like into little tiny bits and pieces. So I know exactly what you're talking. You know, afterward is when I can reflect and be like, they wrote your next in the mirror or on the window or whatever. Right. Uh huh. That's okay. That was fun. Right. I guess. And then they do it again. Yeah, and but it's this like, is the title of the movie. Did you miss that? <laughs> Well, I found out the, they had to do it the second time. And then I was like, oh, yeah. yeah it's the, it's that's the what name it's called. Son of a bitch. Yeah, because uh, since I'm watching it first person, I was like, I'm next. But Correct. Then, oh, oh, yeah, buddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, thought they were coming for you. Yeah, yeah. but then... Uh, uh, so it, it does... The tone does shift. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to spoil it, I guess. I mean, we, we, I, I said it. it becomes R-rated Home Alone, and I love that part yeah. of the movie. It yeah. does. But the, the, the little quote-unquote twist that, yes. that you find out... Little twist? What? Because you kind of, <laughs> there's a scene where you see it. I saw it coming. Yeah. Yes. Sure. And so it's less of a twist. The bigger twist is at the at end. At the end. But I also saw that coming mm-hmm. because Homeboy was just gone. He was gone. And I was like, he's not doing anything. Like, Get yeah, out right, he's right, going to come right. back. And either, I was like, either A, the axe is right. going to hit him in the head yeah. when he walks in That's the front door. That's what I was expecting the first time I yes. watched it. Or he's part of it. Uh, spe- like, and then jumping off this real fast, have you seen Adam Wingard's other movie, The Guest? Nope. It's, oh, that's a good it, one. It's on yeah. Netflix. And to me, that's probably his best movie. Um, it's basically if... Well, how, Ty from Who the Hell is This For? No, no, no. That, I'm, who, I'm sorry, I said who it wrong. The darn who heck the darn heck are these said kids this running around? damn movie and told me to watch it. Um, oh, Ty had a really good description. It's basically like if James Cameron made... Uh, or no, if what Wes Craven made The Terminator or something like that. Yeah. And because it's basically about this yeah. guy, it's a revenge movie, blah, 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 but it's, it's like an eighties, nineties action revenge movie. And it's awesome. It was on Netflix. I think you should watch it. I think you would really appreciate it. The guest, the guest, okay. as well as ready or not reminds me a lot of your That's next kind of, yeah. but ready or not is so much fun. It's so good. And I think you would really appreciate that too. Maybe if, if, if you like yeah, dug if, your if next you, enough, yeah, but I think The Guest is is his best movie from Adam Wingard. And then Ready or Not, it's totally something else. But it's in that genre of like fun house 
antics when it comes to like invasion type movies. Yeah. And I, you know, again, once it switched, it was fine. Right. It became a different movie for me. Uh, it became more of like a action, action movie right. kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know, totally. now that you know what's going on. Uh, the last thing I'll say is I really, so slasher movies are famous for people making dumb fucking decisions. Right. <laughs> uh, Brennan and I had a whole like outline of a movie of a horror movie where it's two guys that are sane and then their five friends always making the dumbass yeah, the decisions. The two guys were the meta commentary. Everyone else is in the horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, at some point, we need to probably revisit we could that. Probably, I think it's a good idea. Flesh it out a little bit. Don't take that, John Carpenter, if you're listening to this. Well, you know he is. Hollywood listens. We've established this. <laughs> yeah, they do. With all of our Marvel predictions that come true, that we've Dude, established they are listening. Real. Um, so in Scream, they make some dumb decisions, but... Most of the time, there's motive behind those. Like, you can see why that person is doing it. Right. Uh, and then if there's not, Jamie Kennedy then comments on it. Right. And, and tells tells the viewer, yes. oh, that's stupid. And the viewer's like, thank you. Someone's yes. thinking straight. And, and that's why, like, and I think, like, even when people make those bad decisions, it's almost like they're purposely, like, like oh, that's what's going to happen. You know, like, they're, like, yeah. going into it. And that's why I think it straddles that line perfectly of being a meta commentary on the genre and being a great genre film. Yeah. Where you're next. They had the, those dumb decisions again, that are, are classic and expected kind of in slasher movies. Mm -hmm. But those, those decisions sometimes were the only things that pulled me out. And it's like, okay, I get it. This person just saw this person die. They're not thinking clearly, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But at the same time, it's like, why you just five minutes ago, you just said, let's all stick together. And now you're the one that's saying, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm going to take care of this. Sure, yeah. And it's just, and I know, again, I know that's cliche yeah. in, and it's all over the place in slasher movies, but it's just, maybe it was the acting. I don't know. It could have yeah. been that. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. There was one uh, really good actress in that movie. Uh, yeah, and so. we've talked, but we could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I still can't stand up. <laughs> Hands above the table, buddy. Uh, I'll give you one. But so that brings us to this time. That moves, yeah, this time, Vargas, what are we doing this time? <laughs> so. Uh, I've been in my apartment for 365 days now. God damn it. And I want, I want to build a new one. Nice. So, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. So what I want, <laughs> I, I'm looking for a video game right? and a, a, a little bit of an escape. And, uh, I asked the guys to bring me the best video game with a base building mechanic as the core. I know there was a little bit of pushback. There's still a fair amount of contention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mostly for me, I'm irritated, but I'm hiding it. I'm going to hide it for this show. And oh. I, I'm not irritated. I think you're wonderful and handsome. <laughs> so, well, you're frustratingly good looking. <laughs> well, it, you're so the, handsome, the it frustrates me. <laughs> the gavel's back in the middle. <laughs> With that, who can say who, who can knows? win? Okay, I'll go first. Go ahead. My game is Oxygen Not Included. Now, this is a uh, survival slash base building game mm -hmm. with the uh, fun graphic style of like Fallout Shelter. Okay. Do you remember Fallout Shelter? Yep. Where a little it's bit like, of cartoony. Yeah, and where you see everything that you're building kind of from a 2D thing, but uh -huh. it's still 3D. So you're, um, I think, I think it's an alien planet, and the whole th the whole thing is much like the the name says. Oxygen is not included. So one of the things that you, so you have gotta to buy it, you got a DLC. Oh your oxygen. Yeah. yeah, you either have to hold your it breath comes all the time in microtransactions. So remember, remember that. So it's a super unforgiving game. Okay, where you're trying to have these people survive and build this base and everything, but there's all these things that you need to manage, such as how do you get oxygen to the whole base? 
how do you do X, Y, Z for the whole base? Okay. And if you fuck it up, you find out 10 minutes later, 20 minutes later, when when everybody's dying and you're like, what the fuck's that? Oh, Uh, I fucked this one room up in my base that is now poisoning everyone and going blah, blah. It's on Steam. It Mm -hmm. was released. uh, The beta was released in 2017. The final version was released in 2019. It has a 10 out of 10 on Steam, 86% on Metacritic. 95% 95% on Steam database and 97% of Google users like the game. It's been very well received, but I will say it is punishing, like I mentioned. Yeah. So, so it's, you, got, you got to strap in. And I think it's it's not one of those things where you're going to play the same game for five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to play it for an hour. Oh, I fucked that up. I mean, I, I have to Restart. start over. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> play it for another two hours. You fuck something else up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. That makes sense. Go back, start over. Yeah. So, but it much like Fallout Shelter, it, is easy to like just start over. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't feel daunting. Whereas like if you play twenty hours of No Man's Sky and you fuck something up right. and you have to start over, you're like, nope, I'm just gonna take a break from that for a year. Yeah. All my progress is lost. Um who what what company made it? Is there are there any games that I would recognize that this game is linked to? I don't think so. You know so what I mean? Clay Entertainment, K L E I Entertainment. Okay. Um it rhymes with play. Um, <laughs> but I think, I, I believe Clay is also the ones who made Don't Starve. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So it's still that same kind of animation style, too. That's that's what I was oh, talking so it about. Oh, lo- so it looks like... It looks 2D, but it's okay. 3D, and it's like yeah, nice yeah. and fun and light, uh-huh. but like the shit that's happening is super dark and hard. So <laughs> okay, that's my opening argument. Oxygen not, not included. included. Hmm. I don't like that the oxygen is not included, though. That's that's, uh, that's a problem. That's a mark against it's a you. problem. Well, hold your breath, idiot. Uh, speaking of oxygen not being included, my game is called Subnautica. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with this game at all. Yep. Um, it's uh, a kind of a juggernaut in the base building. Boy, is it ever. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so much like Bragg, I said, uh, it is available on Steam, PS4. Right now, it's... Or it was on sale. It's not on sale on a <laughs> PS4 anymore. <laughs> oh, it was wow. whenever I was researching. It was on sale, but it is twenty nine ninety nine on both Steam and PlayStation. So it's okay. a, it's not just available on Steam. It's available on oh, PlayStation, etc. So it's on mul- multiple platforms. Interesting. Yes, as well as has a big uh, expansion doing? called uh, Below Zero that adds more biomes and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, it is. It was released January twenty third, twenty eighteen, on Steam, and then a little bit later on, like on PS4 and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, it has overwhelmingly overwhelming, overwhelmingly positive uh, Steam reviews. It has a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Uh, its Metacritic is uh, 87, so it's better than 86 <laughs> oh. that Brian said. <laughs> well, so just, that just one point, F- just call y- it there. Uh, it is a base-building sur- survival game. Mm-hmm. The survival part comes with, you know, you're going under the seas. Under the sea. Let's not forget that. That's yep. fun. Everyone loves that. Um because you need oxygen and you're trying to get different biomes, things like that. Okay. So it sounds like the oxygen is also not included. That's what I'm saying. In your That's game. very interesting that uh, he has a literal game called Oxygen Not Included. My game, by chance, has a little bit. Well, not oxygen. your oxygen is included. It's just yeah. paired with hydrogen. <laughs> the interesting thing. So I'll talk a little bit about Subnautica here in two seconds. But the interesting thing I think about I, I think about Subnautica is that it has four different game modes. Okay. It has the normal survival mode where you, you know you're, you're going through the game, doing the story based stuff, mm-hmm. uh, building your base. 
but you know, to, you need to stay alive by managing your health with oxygen, food, some water, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's water everywhere, so who knows? And but not a drop to drink, you know what I mean? Right. There is a freedom mode uh, where you don't have to worry about your food or water levels, and you can kind of explore a little bit more things like that. He plays Mel Gibson. There is oh, there is yes. a hardcore mode that restricts. Uh, you only have one life, so if you die, you don't go back to your base, yeah. things like that. And it, it's like permadeath, basically. Mm-hmm. Then there's there is a creative mode which gets rid of all the survival stuff and you can just build your base, do whatever you want yeah. in the mini biomes and see. Like right? Minecraft. Basically, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, it is like a first-person game. It's built on the Unity, Unity engine, so it's not like a 2D top-down thing. Even Oxygen Not Included looks like a really good-looking game. Mm-hmm. This game is is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I read it. Basically, what turned me on to this game is we were looking at different games, and for you, um, uh, I, w- I watched this review by this guy on YouTube I like called Skill Up, and basically he opens his review by talking about Subnautica, and he's like, everyone wanted me to play this game for so long, and he's like, I don't really like survival games, but this game just scratched that itch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I think what's wonderful about this game is that it has a big story component to it as well. It's not just a survival base building game. It has... Um, story-based things that clearly communicates your objectives without like hand-holding and it's all about the awe of like your progression exploration. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, So there is the blend of survival, base-building, exploration. Uh, The multiple game modes are a big plus. Um, In the early game, it's fairly freeform. Um, You're being guided by, you know, you're building your base, you're trying to survive. Um, You have your little tech tree thing and things like that. But it's not a game that just says like your tech tree doesn't just go, uh, hey, here's this thing, here's how you go find it. Within the game world, you know, okay, I, I need these materials. Like, I know I need to find, like, just naturally, oh, I've already built some things. Now I need to find other things. Mm-hmm. And so in the game world, you know, like, hey, I can only go a certain level down. I can see these landmarks, and I also can get radio beacons that, like, push me to go further and to look at other things. And then once you start exploring and looking at other things, that's when you find other materials, mm-hmm. more materials, to slowly get yourself further and further down to the story. You know what I mean? Got it. And I will pause it right there. It's made by Unknown World, I think it was, um, who I don't... They've made, like, a couple of, like, smaller games. They have, this is, like, the biggest game they've ever made. So nothing that I've thought... Um, nothing that I really recognize. Okay. So Subnautica, more like subpar. Okay. All right. It's going to let you down. Here's here's the thing. Well, literally. Let you down. That sounds like the point. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, it's it. I've only heard good things about it. Our friend of the show neighbor really, really loves that game. Okay. Um, I do think that unless you are in one of those mode, other modes that he mentioned, like the free play or something, the, the actual game, the story mode is going to let you down a little bit because the base building takes sort of a backseat to like the exploration and story of it. Like a no man's sky. Sort of. Yeah. Yes. I, I haven't okay. played no man's sky in a long time, so I can't, I, yeah, I, sure. I can't uh, defend that part. Of it. Fair. <laughs> All right. And it's not like, it's not a part of it. It yeah. becomes a part of it, but uh, the base building just takes a backseat to the rest of the game in that in the main mode. Yeah. Right. Whereas, in like the third act, like as you progress and you get everything you need to do, then the story kind of like, at, like you know, imagine a graph of like story is really low here, base building exploration is really high yeah. up here. Then you get to a point where the story meets it and then it starts to exceed it. And that's how you finish. Because there is a, f- not a finish to the game, but yeah. a, a way the to get. The game ends. The game does end. Got it. But in these other modes, you can do whatever, whatever, you, whatever want. you want. Check. 
So right. with oxygen not included, I took a little bit of a different approach. So we know you like playing Satisfactory. <laughs> oh. First person oh, yeah. automation type game where oh, you're yeah. trying to get the best factory. My output is so optimized right Bro, now. I, yes. I'd love to see that output sometime. You know what I mean? Subnautica is also first person. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get you away from that and trying to get you into more of like a puzzle solving uh, non-first person like Oh, not not relaxing game because it is challenging. You're trying to you're trying to firm up my brain since it's been melted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Because you're doing these repetitious yeah, automation. Yeah, yeah. Tasks. I got a lot of goo up here that needs to be jelloed. Yeah. Not yeah. a smooth brain. I want you to be wrinkled. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I need to wrinkle this yeah, a little yeah. bit. So it uh, it combines like the puzzle again. Why did this fuck up? Oh, because I you know I screwed up this room. Yeah. Ten minutes ago, and there's not there's not to like in satisfactory or like in Subnautica. Your first person searching for like elements you need or or things to harvest things yeah. like that. In this one, it's like, well, we need copper to, to build X, right? Yeah. Well, our guys can't get to all the all the people in my base cannot get to the copper yet. So because they can't get to it yet, they just go do the other tasks that they are assigned. Mm-hmm. So it's still sort of like a hands off, but you still have to solve the puzzle of how to get to the copper. Okay, so. So the little dudes in your base have like things that they that, do yes, until if, you tell them to break that routine. Yes, or or if you get a new room where like you can set a new goal mm-hmm. of like now you have this room where you can mine the copper, go yeah. get that shit done. Get it, right. So again, it's more of like a puzzle base building game yeah. than open exploration. And I'm trying to find that middle ground where you can still play satisfactory, but if you want like a little bit more challenge with your base building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to oxygen not included. Sure. And again, Subnautica is a heavy hitter, but yeah, I think yeah. it's I think it's going to be. Well, I don't know. You said you want to scratch more of that itch, but See, I think that, you're going to scratch it too hard if you play both. And I think that's yeah. the interesting thing about this whole thing is that I think for you, my interesting, my, my, yes, my good, wonderful, frustrating, my good, wonderful boy Vargas, is oxygen not included. Is it's not a relaxing game. It is not a you just, like satisfactory. Yeah, you, yeah. you get your lines going. You get your base going. Subnautica. You get everything going so you can go deeper and explore more things like that. It is a harrowing experience well, of like figuring everything out, trying to get stuff out, stopping, and then having to start over. Well, you know I, what I mean? I mean, I watched The Abyss, and that didn't seem very <laughs> relaxing. I'll well, say and that. That's that's, that's a, sharks. There's my final counterpoint. Yeah, I watched Deep Blue Sea. And I'm glad you bring that up because uh, th- that's what's interesting. Like my last main point about this thing is that, uh, well, actually two points. So it is a, Subnautica does have a lot of exploration and progression involved yeah. in it, right? I think the base building exploration like pushes the progression and then the progression on the flip side pushes the exploration sure. base building. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. As well as the story is all a part of the whole thing. But the story isn't just like told to you. It's not just like you have cutscenes and you do things like that. It is part of the exploration. Mm-hmm. So you find data logs. You find interesting things that push you down further oh, so to I find to, out what's going read. on. You do. You have to read a lot. Actually, not included too. But you have to read. Mm. You have to read. And it's you, colorful and cartoony. And though. you hear mm. and you listen to data logs as you're like going. Oh, on. I can listen. Okay. Yes, yeah, you yeah. can listen to them. You can listen to mine too. It's it's dubbed, not subbed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and as well as. There is no map to Subnautica. You know what I mean? It's one okay. of those games that like um, that you explore, you find out, you you explore, you know, and find things out so much mm-hmm. that you create your own map markers in your head, basically, and you get to know oh, the areas, yeah. as well as you plant beacons around the place that map out for you, mm-hmm. and you can use a tool to be like, oh yeah, I need that's that place over here that I need to go to to to, to find this thing. You know find, what I mean? Yeah, to get the business. And then the last big thing I think that will like appeal to your subnautica horror 
ness is that Subnautica? What did you just call what him? What did you just horrorness? Oh, not, I didn't call him a whore. Come on I now. You were calling like your highness, your horness, your horness, <laughs> which might not be a bad thing. Hey, I'll take you know, it. It is a survival game, but for a survival game, it is still pretty relaxed. But it's also terrifying because the sur- oh yeah, I've seen the videos right. of like because yeah. the ocean oh, is yeah. ex- in, in expanse. It is huge and scary. You know, we're not meant to be <laughs> in the ocean. Right. You know That's what I mean? Huge and scary in my expanse. <laughs> In your ex's pants? Sure, I don't know. Ex pants. I was just saying, like, if I take my pants off yeah. and they're on the ground, now yeah. it's the ex pants. Oh, okay. It's a dick joke. I'm gonna it's get a back. Dick joke. I'm gonna get back to my thing. Uh, I'm not proud of it. So yeah, so the main like the horror and the terrifyingness comes from you're not meant to be in the ocean. You know, you have like O2 and battery packs that power things you move around in, and it's interesting because most of the creatures, they're not much of a threat. You know, they're there mm-hmm. and they can attack you and things like that. But like, as you progress, it's, um, it, it's not as bad. You know, I guess like that's the best way to put it is that like, there are some creatures who will attack you, but it's easy to get around them. It, it's more about the base building progression, the story, things yeah. like that. Right. Um, and as the story progresses and goes, uh, yeah. So I talked about, yeah, the, all this, the drip feeding of the story and things like that and how it's built with the progression and the exploration. And I think like, that whole idea of like an abyss and expanse of like multiple biome C is fascinating. Yeah. And the whole idea of like that ticking clock of like, it is relaxing to explore and to progress and things like that. But it's like, God, I need to find this other thing to get where I need to go. It's right there. Do I have enough time to kind of, it's those interesting decisions that I think that will push this game further and further for you. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. As well as those creatures that you can go and find and see and they can, you know, inhibit you from going somewhere, but it's like, oh, but now I have this tool or this faster sub that yeah. can get me around that. Yeah, and I crafted keep, a baseball and to, bat. Now I can yeah. hit him in the head. <laughs> and, to, and to keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Final, Brian's final word. <laughs> Fuck. Oxi- oxygen not oh, included sorry. is currently half price on Steam. Mm. 12 Oh, wow. So, <laughs> less than half price <laughs> is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yep. That's interesting. So it sounds, I mean, it sounds like it's cool. I'm glad you guys came up with these two games. Mm-hmm. They're very different. They're very different. I was very proud very of Very different. Yeah. They are. They are. Um, it, it, it sounds like, again, I'll, I'll say No Man's Sky sounds, I'm sorry, Subnautica sounds more on the No Man's Sky spectrum. Basically. Yeah. And Oxygen Not Occluded sounds more on. It's like Dwarf, Dwarf Fortress. Have you ever heard of that game? Yeah, I don't want to play Dwarf Fortress. I'm really glad you guys did. It's kind of like that. <laughs> Hold on, that's wait, kind wait, of what that it's is. It's not. It's I mean, kinda. Hey, kinda. Uh, there's a there's a GUI <laughs> for oxygen not included. <laughs> Subnautica is sort of like Tetris. I don't know. <laughs> We're just saying games and things. No, they they both they both super appeal to me. I was like, going to say, I think no matter what, both these games are like right up your alley. A hundred percent. They're I'll, I'll say this now. They're both on my steam wish list, right? So you guys, you guys got it for sure. Fucking nailed that. I Fucking nailed it. Nailed him. I, th- <laughs> I think so. Here's, here's my thought process, right? I think going into it, Subnautica sounds like the game I'm going to be most interested in playing immediately. Right. But oh, I got the but. Oxygen not included sounds like the game I'm going to keep coming back to. And you will, because it'll frustrate you, and then you'll be like, oh, "God damn it, I really want to solve what I did wrong." <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna go with oxygen not included. Okay. Yeah. I can live with that. Have you ever heard of Factorio? Yeah. That's like 2D satisfaction. I was right? good. We, we, were, both, we talked about that, yeah. but like we heard how one, it's super punishing. Yeah. And two, it has a lot of RTS stuff to it. So that's why like I kind of backed away Enemies from it. Enemies come in waves. Yeah. yeah. That was, that Throughout was, the whole yeah. game. But you can put a rail gun on your train. Eventually, you get so, and that's what that was going to be my big selling so, point. One, well, yeah, one of the one of the big reviews I read that really loved it. They talked about like eventually you get so powerful that that's not an issue. You right. know, it just becomes another thing. Um, so that's I think another game I think you would enjoy. But I think for what you were kind of asking, it's a little yeah. too. It's like satisfactory, but two D and way harder. Right. <laughs> no, I I'm honestly I'm stoked to have a reason to buy both of these games oh, yeah. because. Because I want to play both of them. I'm, I'm pumped for you to play them. Yeah. It's a bummer you picked this not in the summertime because they'd probably both be like a buck. Yeah, they'd be on the Steam summer. And like I said, God. when I was researching this, it was yeah. half off on the PS4. Yeah. Yeah. But no big deal. Um, so, so yeah, next so time. I'm going to go with oxygen not included. Right. Thank you. Have we ever had a tie on this show? I mean, I know we all wear ties all the time on the show. Yeah, we, we get very pre- professional. You know what? You guys tie. How's that? No, Does that feel nice. better? Does that feel better? Yeah, give me a high five because yeah, we both win. That feels Damn way it. worse. I don't know. That I'm just sucks. asking if we ever had it. Yeah, Brian won. We'll figure out what happens next <laughs> time. Uh, for me, you know, to pull back the curtain a little bit, shit's weird with our recording schedule, right? Yeah. I wanted to give the boys a, like something that we would... We started this podcast as a bar debate argument, yeah. right? I want this to be a bar argument debate. And I'm not looking for, for you know, most of the arguments we have are aimed at the, the, at the person, yeah. right? I want this to be your own thing. Don't aim it at me. I just want to hear a good argument. And then eventually I'm going to flip a coin and we're going to figure out the winner. I'm going okay. to aim it at him. I'm going to punch you. I want to hear... Shit, he's aiming at me. <laughs> shit. I want to hear the boys. What is your favorite video game? Okay. What is your favorite video game? Why is it your favorite video game? And I want I want you boys to duke it out. Oxygen not included. <laughs> that's weird. I picked Subnautica. I've never played it, but I. <laughs> I that's the one. And at the end of it, I just want to hear a good, argue, a fun argument. We're gonna sure. drink some more beers, and you know what? We're gonna see who has a fun argument, and yeah. that's what we're gonna do. Let's do it. We're pretending Fav- we're pretending we're at a bar right now. Our favorite video game. Right. Okay. We got it. Uh, if you can tell us your favorite video game or the base building game that Vargas right. would love, yeah, you fools we, or favorite slashers, whatever favorite slasher. If we didn't get it, if we didn't nail it on the head, you can nail us on the head. Yeah, someone convince me that Terrifier is good. Yeah, Ty, uh, he probably could. Email tell. us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at debatesontap. Find us on Instagram at debatesonpictures. Uh, thank you, Vargas, for this torn label yeah, coffee so good, beer. Mm-hmm. So it's good. almost as good. As the coffee from grindcoffeecompany.com. Boy. Do you hear that? That's the sound of you hitting a home run. Uh, that's the sound of us just lobbing softballs and Brian just cranking them out of the park. It's, I mean, it's so good that I wouldn't even spill any on my shirts from hopeclothingkc.com. Oh, my Boy, God. howdy. So, you know, find out, uh, you know, get some get some products from those sponsors. I'm just going to keep rewinding repeatedly this, this uh-huh. little section right uh-huh. here when I listen uh-huh. back to it. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, leave us a review if you if you're listening to and you like what you're hearing. Those always help uh, get you back into like the discover pages that are ever so important on all the apps that we could be found on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all the big ones, all the small ones. Uh, and subscribe to us, and more importantly, tell a friend when you're at a bar, right. start one of the debates we give you, and see how many people come over to your yelling and ask you to either stop or leave. 
It's happened to us. But and then ask them again. the question. And then they'll right. understand. Then they'll be like, they'll oh, yeah. yeah. How would many people would be stacked on top of each other to be one person? <laughs> it's three. That's the max. It's got to be. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.